Chapter 5. La Pesca. Search for the Piping Plover. It was evening by the time we arrived, so we didn't bother heading on to the small town of Sota La Marina or La Pesca, instead leaving that for a day trip tomorrow. Ciudad Victoria is a fair-sized city with a population of about a quarter of a million, and we had to take a local bus to get to the centre. I had a map of the city in my guidebook handy to get my bearings, but unfortunately none of the road names were marked, which made things difficult. In the end, we asked some high school girls where the centre was, to which they pointed back the way we had come. Our hotel room was gloomy, with dormitory-style beds, but was the cheapest option in town. We had some delicious gorditos for dinner. These are small, round, pastry envelopes with melted cheese, meat, or beans inside, and covered in a spicy sauce called mole. Delicious. I woke just before seven and kicked myself. The bus left at 7.30 and I didn't think there was any way we could make it in time. We sprang out of bed, got ready and ran downstairs to pay the fat lady behind the front desk for another night. She was painfully slow in giving me my change. We managed to find a taxi straight away who overcharged us and were in the terminal with bags of time to spare. It was a two-hour ride to Sota La Marina, which was a bit of a shithole, and I'm glad we had chosen not to stay there. In the last hour to La Pesca, we passed a few lakes, and one small man-made lake had hundreds of white egrets, ibises, and bright pink roseate spoonbills that all flew up in the air looking like a big white rose with a pink centre. We got out at the town of La Pesca, but it turned out to be a two to three kilometre walk in the sweltering heat to the actual beach. I stopped every once in a while and darted into the dry thorn scrub to check for birds. I wasn't too popular when I insisted on stopping next to a foul-smelling rubbish dump to look at the birds that had gathered round it, presumably to catch insects that it had attracted. It was a relief to move on to a small muddy cove in the mouth of the river for wading birds. I saw a few waders, including a tiny, leased sandpiper that appeared not to notice me as it walked within a metre of my feet. Then I saw the long neck and even longer bill of the long-billed curlew poking out of some long grass. After this, I went and sat down by the water's edge at the river mouth and scanned the far bank with my telescope, trying to identify the multitude of pelicans, gulls, terns and plovers. I'd never seen a beach with such a concentration of birds. I saw many new species, but no sign of the little piping plover that I had come to find. I took a break and we went together to have a cold coke in the nice cool restaurant nearby before going down to the deserted main beach that I imagine must get busier on weekends. I went for a walk along the seashore, watching the terns diving skillfully into the waves and white sandlings scuttling along the beach, but still no sign. I was worried that I had gone too far and thought I should start heading back, but then I saw it, the tiny little piping plover with a sandy-coloured back and bright orange legs. Despite thousands of birds here, I had only seen one of each species I had come to see, the long-billed curlew and the piping plover. Now I could relax, and we both went for a frolic in the sea before catching the 4pm bus back. We were exhausted and hungry by the time we got back to our hotel. We went out for some lovely gorditas before collapsing on our bed. The next day, after a lion, we took a bus at midday to Monterey.